0: Follow us on Apple Podcasts or anywhere else you listen.
2: Inside Sources. Inside Sources with Boyd Matheson. We're going to dig in just a little bit deeper to the Supreme Court of the United States. President Biden, of course, has pledged to nominate a black woman to the Supreme Court. Uh, He started that uh, back in the campaign. Uh, And now that Justice Breyer is formally retiring at the end of this term, the president has promised to honor that commitment. And looking at it a little bit deeper, is race and ethnicity and gender, are those the right qualifiers when considering candidates for the highest court in the land? And yes, we know uh, President Biden is not the first president to declare he was going to nominate someone to the Supreme Court uh, based on gender or race or whatever it may be. Uh, That doesn't make it right for any of them. Uh, If we lose the right part of the conversation, and that's what I want to get to. Uh, This is not about the politics of it, uh, because the politics of it is the problem. Uh, But let's just go through quickly. Last week, President Biden said that he was committed. He was going to keep his commitment made during the campaign trail of nominating a black woman to the Supreme Court.
1: I will select a nominee worthy of Justice Breyer's legacy of excellence and decency. While I've been studying candidates' backgrounds and writings, I've made no decision except one. The person I will nominate will be someone with extraordinary qualifications, character, experience, and integrity. And that person will be the first black woman ever nominated to the United States Supreme
2: Court. It's
1: long overdue in my view. I made that commitment during the campaign for president, and I will keep that commitment.
2: So again, just uh, reiterating that, I wish you would have stopped at my decision will come down To one thing that he's decided, I will nominate someone with extraordinary qualifications, character, experience and integrity, period, full stop. Uh, I think we do a disservice when we put all the other labels and qualifiers on top of that. Now, Senate Judiciary Committee chair Dick Durbin from Illinois said that Biden's pledge to nominate a black woman is no different than President Reagan or President Trump promising to nominate a woman. Recall that it was Ronald Reagan who announced that he was going to appoint a woman to the Supreme Court, and he did, Sandra Day O'Connor. And it was Donald Trump who announced that he was going to replace Ruth Bader Ginsburg with a woman nominee as well. So this is not the first time that a president has signaled what they're looking for in a nominee. And I agree with Senator Dermott on that, that this there is precedent. Uh, president Reagan uh, with Sandra Day O'Connor, uh, with President Trump. Uh, mentioning that he would uh, nominate a woman for that next slot, which turned out to be Judge Amy Coney Barrett. And that's fine. Uh, For all three of those presidents to, to signal that is one thing. But I think we do a disservice. I think we do a disservice when that becomes the lead qualifier. It does a disservice to those women who, in their own intellect, their own integrity, the very things that President Biden talked about, in their own extraordinary qualifications in their own character in their own experience in their own integrity each of those women from Sandra Day O'Connor to Amy Coney Barrett to whomever the president chooses in the next couple of weeks uh, the list that i have seen uh, and looked at that the president is considering all of them are qualified under those qualities and so i i'm disappointed that we end up making this a political statement that we end up making this Uh, about race or gender or ethnicity or whatever it may be. uh, It's missing the point. Uh, And yes, having a black woman on the Supreme Court will be fabulous for the country. And not just because of the color of the skin or where she grew up or her background. It will be the content of her character that will carry the day. And let's have that conversation. Uh, Sadly, I think we've done far too much in this country to politicize the Supreme Court. And our politicians are the ones who do it most. We'll come back to that in just a second. Uh, Senator Lindsey Graham said he supports diversity on the court, uh, but nominees must be qualified.
0: In the history of our country, we've only had uh, five women Mm -hmm. serve and two African-American men. So let's make the court more like America, but qualifications have to be the, the, the biggest consideration.
2: So I think that's important. Uh, I, I do think uh, having a court that looks more like America is a good thing. Uh, as Senator Graham pointed out, there's only been five women, two African-American men, uh, and so those changes are, are great. That is good. Uh, but we have to go beyond just having that as the front and center piece because, remember, the Supreme Court is not a representative body. It's not a representative body. Their job is very clear to interpret the law, to apply the law, and to make sure it squares with the Constitution of the United States of America. Now, Senator Susan Collins, who I disagree with often, uh, said it in an interesting way in terms of being uh, open or even excited about having a black woman nominee. Uh, But she disagreed with the president in terms of the way he has put race at the center of of a politicized Supreme Court. I would
1: welcome the appointment of a black female to the court.
2: I believe that diversity benefits the Supreme Court, but the way that the president has handled this nomination has been clumsy at best. It adds to the further perception that the court
1: is a political institution like Congress when it is not supposed to be. So I certainly am open to whomever he decides uh, to nominate. My job as a senator is to
2: evaluate the qualifications of that person under the advice and consent role. So as you listen to that, again, I, I think it's, it's great. And having the first black female on the Supreme Court will be a great thing. It'll be a great moment in our history. And let's make sure we honor that in the right way. Let's honor it by focusing on the qualifications and the content of the character. And again, President Reagan made an announcement that he would nominate a woman in Sandra Day O'Connor. President Trump very clearly signaled his next appointment, which turned out to be his last appointment of Amy Coney Barrett, would be a woman. Uh, President Biden has been doing this since the campaign trail in terms of saying he was committed uh, to nominating a black woman judge to the Supreme Court. And again, I just want to make sure we don't go so far afield in the politics of all of this that we lose the fact that these black women who are on this shortlist are qualified to be on the Supreme Court of the United States of America. A number of them, in their hearings and confirmation to the seats they currently sit in, had bipartisan support. Why? Because of the content of their character, because of the skills that they're bringing, the the very things that President Biden outlined, that they're going to be exceptionally qualified, they're going to have great integrity and character. That's where we need the focus to be. And sadly, this is one more moment where our politicians are steering us the wrong direction. Our politicians continue to try to convince us that everything is politics. It's all national politics all the time. And that's not the way it's supposed to be. And I would suggest that the reason why these Supreme Court nominations are so political is because Congress continues to fail to do its job and Congress continues to abdicate their lawmaking authority to the executive branch. The executive branch is all too happy to take that power, and they do things by executive order and by mandate, and then lawsuits are filed, and they work their way through the court system, ultimately landing at the Supreme Court. Very political. And that is Congress's fault, full stop. And so let's get beyond that. Congress, write the laws, and let's have a Supreme Court of the United States that applies the law, and squares it to the Constitution of the country, and let's have extraordinary women, extraordinary men, and extraordinary people from all walks of life be worthy and ready to serve on that court. We're gonna step aside for bottom of the hour news. Much more to come on Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. Coming up next.
1: I'm Dave Colley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast Cold.